Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We drink tequila, we talk. Welcome to Team Tequila Talks. Talk, talk. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun. Great. Okay, so we start off every Team Tequila Talks with a cheers. I, my I, my lime already fell in. That's okay. Cheers. As long as it's in there, you're there are no it's rules. It's so cheers. good to see you again. It's so and good to you see again. you. Yes. Oh yeah, very yummy. It is a fresh citrus margarita, which we're gonna get into. Everybody, welcome to Team Tequila Talks. Your host Cassandra Ginamel and Sherryon Gonzalez, and we have our special guest Fitzy Tulloch. You've probably seen her on TV at some point. She pops up a lot on TV. <laughs> and we are drinking a very uh, refreshing yet simple margarita. This is a citrus margarita. We like to ask our guests what they like to drink when they come on, whether that is a sipper or if that is a specialty cocktail or a classic margarita, which Bitsy opted for today. Yes, I like a classic margarita. Can't really go wrong with it. Like so light have- on the salt. I like salt, but not when it's too heavy. Well, that's yeah. why we only have salt on yeah. one portion of the glass. So it's yeah. pick your, you know, you can choose if you want the salt or not. Right. There was a modification that we made to this margarita. What? We basically, okay, so we were making it. By the way, I picked these oranges from Cassandra's. She's a lovely orange tree. And I so was going to say the juice is obviously very fresh. Fresh. I squeezed it in her kitchen on the way over here. And um, we added a little bit of lime. We added some Cointreau. We were going to add agave. And then we thought that was going to be too sweet because the Yeah, I'm not are, a sweet person. And the oranges are pretty, when I was juicing them, they were pretty ripe. So I thought, yeah. oh, those are going to be flavorful. And then we added a little bit of lime. I love it. So we use the orange juice instead of the agave because orange is obviously pretty sweet, but it's a natural fructose. We talk a lot about wellness here at Team Tequila Talks, and we kept the pulp on for the juicing, the pulp filter. What do we call that? The pulp pulp filter. It's a pulp filter. Like pulp fiction, but pulp filter. Pulp filter. filter. So it ends up having some more fiber, which helps break I love pulp. So I'm, I'm, I buy the lots of pulp in the grocery store. So do Give I. me my yeah. fiber. Don't rob me of my fiber. My daughter, I have to get separate orange juice because she likes it without pulp. And I love like the more, the better. I like the strings. You get there and get. Yeah. I want to taste like I'm biting into an orange. Yes. I want yes. actual full orange flavor texture. There is nothing better than like fresh squeezed orange orange juice so good yeah that's how we like to make our margaritas at home we have many a weekend pool party and you know we just love to walk over to the tree and pull out sometimes we even use lemons yeah um, when, we, when we're short on limes because we have Meyer lemons which are nice and big and sweet right. mm-hmm. you know that's really that's that's an option for sure that in that case it's a bit more put a little bit of agave because you got to cut that well, lemon lime, tart just yeah a it's, a little, it's like it's, you know it's like was that lemon cake or lemon tart those little right. like they're called tarts, I guess. It can taste really tangy. If you're into that, too tart. I know my girlfriend loves into it. My girlfriend loves a tart, tart margarita, and it's just not my thing. It burns my tongue. I like I like lemon. I don't like spicy that much. I don't oh, like a, right. I don't love a spicy beverage. And we've had a few. No, I don't either. I'm like in my food, even I it's I'm more like medium. Uh-huh. I don't like it too mild, but I'm not like into spice. I'm full spice. If yeah. you make my drink triple the spice, triple the food, hot sauces. I'm a sauce girl, and I love hot sauces, and I love my drinks really spicy. See, I like my food spicy. I, I don't mind a hot sauce or, like, a red pepper. I'm not a burn-my-tongue-off. Some people, like, 
they want their eyes watering. I feel yeah, like my dad's like that. And he, I, he wants to be sweating. I don't want that with yeah. my, my beverage. I want my beverage to be refreshing, refreshing and cold. Or, booze forward bitsy what do you what do you look for in a cocktail when you are at a nice restaurant or a bar experience where are you at in your tequila drink my well i don't drink a ton of tequila my my cop my favorite cocktail is called a paper plane oh yeah and oh, it, yeah. they're really easy to make too because it's a one to one to one to one ratio it's fresh lemon juice like i said i do love lemons i love tart and it's um lemon juice amaro nonino aperol and i think Bourbon. Bourbon. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially like my my girlfriends, like eight of us always go to Montana once a year. We call it the bad girls trip. And there, it's just, all, you know, you arrive and that. you're having a paper plane. And in fact, my um, uh, we moved to Washington State a couple years ago, David and I, and I had a couple of my best friends fly up like a month and a month and a half ago. And I had, when they, I picked them up from the airport and when they walked in the door, you know, you have to have the paper planes ready Absolutely. to go. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. But for, for tequila, it's always a margarita. Have you tried a paper plane with mezcal before? No, I haven't. It's very Do you like okay. mezcal? I don't love it. It's too smoky for me. But if you mix it with Aperol, you've got the bitter element to it, but you've right. also got the undertone of the orange with the Aperol. And if you I'll add try tart, anything, yeah, you it, know, I'll it, try it. It kind of cuts the smokiness a bit if you have a paper plane with mezcal. Right. I had it twice already, and I freaking loved it. And I didn't even know that was a thing. I do like regular paper planes, too. Right. But my girlfriend made me one with mezcal, and I was like, that's pretty good. As a drink that's not too smoky. Like, if you, right. if, I would probably serve that to someone who didn't love mezcal. Like scotch. I really like scotch. I, I cannot stand the ones like Lafroy that are too peaty and smoky. It's just not like not not for my palate. Mm-hmm. But I would try it, especially because there's enough other stuff going on in the cocktail that it wouldn't be just like overwhelmingly smoky. Mm-hmm. See, I think that mezcal is really polarizing. I feel like I've said that before, but I, it remains true. Where you don't find a ton of people who are indifferent on mezcal. Right? People are either Tyler loves it, and I'm always like, ugh. Get it away. Okay. Yeah. So see, but maybe within the right cocktail that you, you would open your horizon, yeah. especially because it's a, it's a familiar cocktail for you. Right. Right. Like yeah. a paper plane is already something, but you never know. You could try it and be like, this isn't as good as what I this like. This is disgusting. <laughs> no, Cassandra still hate it. Get the bourbon back in there yeah. for sure. You said that you're not a huge tequila person and we like to welcome everybody no matter where they are on their tequila <laughs> journey. For you, do you think that it is you like simple, you like straightforward, and tequila can be complex? Or is it more that you just have a certain taste for for bourbon in general? I I honestly, if I'm going out to dinner, my husband and I went out to dinner last night, I was drinking wine the whole time. Um, I would say I get into trouble sometimes when I start with cocktails and then it's like, just wee. So, um, I'm not a huge cocktail person. Like, unless I'm with my girlfriends, it's honestly something that I do more when I'm with out to dinner with girlfriends than I do if I'm out to dinner with David. I was going to say, I've, yeah. seen you, I've seen you have some cocktails. Yeah, because oh, I was with you. If you saw me have cocktails, it's because I was with you. Honestly, yeah. That is a very true statement. Yeah. But I, I want to say, me and Cassandra hang out sometimes, and we don't drink. I know everyone's always like... At all? Uh, yeah, sometimes. It's, it's yeah. usually like exercise, and then the kids are around. And right, yeah. 
you know. See, if I'm with my girlfriends and we're like, we don't really want to drink, but, you know, it's like four or five o'clock somewhere, then we do, we'll do like a, a white wine spritzer with totally. ice and Pellegrino so yeah. that you're still kind of like vibing and feeling great, but it's, you're not like tipsy. Right. Have you guys tried any of these non-alcoholic, I believe that the technical term for them is a proxy. So it's sort of like a mocktail or wine-based beverage. So I know Katy Perry has one I called just Desoy. tried hers. I just tried hers. Um, there's Kin, Kin Euphoric. I, I do Kins, so I do kins and before. I don't want to drink. So I haven't tried those. They are adaptogenic mocktails. So they have things like L-theanine and matcha and um, nootropics and... So they're good for you. They're good for you. They're like, almost like you've... Have you seen moon juice that you put in coffee? No. Um, mushroom, it's like ashwagandha lime. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's the powdered medicinal mushrooms that are supposed to help with mood balancing and mental clarity and sometimes physical energy, depending on... There's different blends of mushrooms for what you're trying to accomplish. Do I have a day where I'm going to be very physical? Do I have a day where I really need to focus? Do I have have a day right. where I'm going to be more social and you can use these different blends in your coffee or in a smoothie and they just help with all of the things beyond regular nutrition meaning like you are you, you've gotten all your vitamins for the right day. No. but this is just an I extra little something I don't consider myself a very healthy person I eat like a toddler um I actually just we we I just had a doctor she and she was like you have to at least take a multivitamin you need to stop well do you do green juices i find no that, no, <laughs> no okay do you like you should have that in your margarita i know no, so i don't like- e- I, i'm horrible like no no kids should be listening to this i eat like this buttered noodles <laughs> with mozzarella you know shaved parmesan my my child meanwhile is having like rotisserie chicken and steamed broccoli and steamed right. green beans and i'm over there like eating pizza butter frozen pasta. pizza or buttered really? pasta you've put in yeah. your time i have a cousin right now who's pregnant and she's kind of like you she's just like donut for dessert uh yeah. doesn't do hot dogs totally Love hot she, dogs yeah and yeah. she's like um and i got, got her permission to talk about this because i was gonna have to let the world know and i'm like she's never had she doesn't like green smoothies i'm from la born and raised so green smoothies were kind of like i don't know a teacher would walk in with just like a green juice and like an old school kind of a jar thing back in the day in elementary school and you look like dirt like oh the teacher's drinking dirt so out here I feel like that's very normal for someone to have some sort of fresh squeezed pineapple juice and turmeric and so I feel like in California, you can find the correct green juice for you and the correct, like, non green. So many. That's why I say, I told my cousin, and she she found a sweeter one that was pineapple. Yeah, I, I've been to, like, pressed juicery. Yeah. I've gotten, like, the pineapple juices, but, like, I, this is not something that happens regularly, regularly. at all. <laughs> like, again, the doctor said, at the very least, you need to start taking a multivitamin. That's how bad I am. Well, at, multivitamins can be really intimidating because you think back to what you saw in your parents' medicine cabinet. This, these drugstore, you find them at Ralph's or the grocery store and they're like, men's complete. And they're these huge white horse <laughs> right. pills or whatever. And the problem with those vitamins is that they don't come from whole foods. So right. you have, they're, they're basically artificial vitamins coming from a lab. And your body just can't really absorb them. And you yeah. end up just peeing a lot of it out. So you are wasting your money on these vitamins that are not really doing anything for you and you're thinking I mean maybe there's a placebo effect maybe there's a sugar pill effect where you're thinking oh I'm taking my vitamins so I'm healthier but generally you've got to do your research and go somewhere where you can find vitamins that come from whole food sources yeah right 
Like some no, of them refrigerated. I, I did. I bought some from like her because she was saying well, these are you. like, yeah. yeah. And and I will say too, I've been very good about taking, co- I add collagen to my coffee. Yes. So, but that, but that had been the only thing I was doing. Well, that's, that's more of a beauty yeah. thing. Yeah. No, I'm like, there. I'm like, how is this going to help me be cuter? Yeah, that'll uh, do Then I'll, I'll take that. it. Yeah. That'll do it. I mean, ooh, they should have something called cuter, whole, a yeah. cuter Collagen. women's, women's whole vitamin called yeah. cuter. Yeah. That could, I would buy that. If it made you cuter, a, whole, a women's right. whole vitamin that made you cuter called cuter. My facialist in Vancouver was like ready to slap me when she found out I hadn't been taking college. And she's like, you have to start. You have to start right now. And well, I was like, well, I tried one once and it tasted fishy. There's a Canadian brand called Within Us mm-hmm. and it does not taste fishy at all. It's sticky yeah. though. It's, so you do need to, um, because I actually, I take that as well. And um, I don't think that it tastes fishy, but if you just put it in water, I find it to be Oh sticky. no, see, I have you to have, have to it, it something like hot. Pro- or, or, or a protein shake or a coffee, right. whatever, and it's fine. Um, and that's a great, I, I, I like that brand. But collagen's yeah. very controversial. I mean, I've read stuff, and this is stuff in medical journals, that you cannot drink collagen. That it um. that it's all BS. Like this is like the Harvard and Princeton. They're competing. What? How come I don't know about this? Dissertation. I, I read it. My sister my sister is into all that stuff. And she was like, you know, all the stuff you do is like debatable. Like every I'm like, you should be using collagen. You should be and she's like, no, 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 no. Drink water, everything in moderation, and that's just how you live. Like, and I'm like, no, collagen in your my, my protein smoothies, I dump right. it in there. But this new journal is like, you cannot drink enough one scoop of a powder of collagen is not enough if you're post 35 or you're there's different doses well, but it for, can't hurt right i say it can't hurt and i feel better when i take it and i feel like my eyes i are less puffy or i don't know i feel right. i feel like it but well and you also can't take it one time you it has yeah. to be a part of your regular it's not that you have to take it every single day on the dot but it right. has to be a part of your regular routine and I do, and I do two scoops actually. Lisa, two. my facialist in Vancouver, was like, "Do two. It says one. Do two. We'll and I usually have two cups of coffee a day, so, so it goes go. in each. I like the um, the vital proteins has the collagen packets that you can. I, I'm sure I know you travel right as much as I do, um, and I always travel like on the go. Yeah, right. And I always travel with to go mushroom mix, meaning like it's kind of like a hot chocolate mushroom. Does um, it taste good? Yeah, is it as good? I as don't know. If, yeah, really sold it. It, yeah. won't taste, it won't taste good to you. Hold on. It won't. Hold on. It won't taste good. Hold on. Does it taste like chocolate? So chocolate? I've tried the I've tried the mud water, and I've also tried the four sigmatic. And the four sigmatic is pretty good because it is like a hot chocolate. But the trick is, is that it, you only use like four ounces of water. Right, so you I've don't want to use. I've heard about that. My my favorite podcast I listen to. It's a political one called Pod Save America, and that's one of the brands that they always advertise is for Sigmatic. Mm-hmm. They have collagen creamer too. Yeah. It's good. I do it's that. It's pretty mushrooms. good, but I like that because they have the little packets. And so when you're in the airport and you're like sitting around waiting for your flight, all you need is hot water, which any right airport lounge or Starbucks or restaurant. Like I would do that, and I would mix it with like hot cocoa. And then I would drink it. Yeah. Well, you could do that, but you yeah. can also get packets of hot cocoa. I mean, I have the healthy shit. You, you, you probably have Swiss Miss. Yes, this is like pretty much what I have. Yeah, with the little, with the little um, marshmallows, <laughs> the, 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 the little dried the little marshmallows. marshmallows. <laughs> I have a fact here because sometimes we have to look up things. We look up. Are you looking a up the lot. college and stuff? Are you about to burst my bubble? Um, like the one good thing well, I was I doing. I burst my bubble by reading this journal. So it says 
Does adding collagen to your latte actually improve the quality of your skin? Science isn't exactly sure. Studies on the ingredients efficacy are scant and often funded by the companies that sell it. But the internet is full of both experts and average folks singing the praises of collagen lattes. So I did read that in the journal that they find the science behind it is iffy because Vital Proteins does the study. Well, right. that's any pharmaceutical company, right. too. That's right. the thing. Right. But, but, like, but, they're the, also, it's a billion-dollar like industry. it's not going to hurt. It's no. not going to hurt. I, so, I agree. But we want to, you know, the facts are always good. I mean, look, I still do. Look, I, yeah. I knew that, and the next morning I woke up and I made my protein, and I was like, I'm dumping in the collagen in there. I think that the only downside, again, if as long as you find one that doesn't taste fishy or that's going to mess with the consistency or the taste of your coffee, I can really only think of the downside being if you're on a budget, you wouldn't want to waste money on something right. that's not a sure thing. And it's not. It's not cheap. But it's no. It's not. But if you tried it and you tried it for, I think they said that you got to give it two months, right? You got to give it like sixty days where you're regularly using it. But if you try it and you like it and you feel more glowy, then what's the harm in temporarily trying it and seeing if it's worth it for you? I mean, that's anything in life, that's, right? I feel like that's everything. <laughs> I feel like that's like. You know, vitamins, our mushroom stuff that we do, like our latte stuff. I just like it. It tastes good. I mean, you wouldn't like the cocoa one, the sex dust. Oh, I love that one. I love that one. But so that now that I know your flavor, and it's sex, a no for you. Um, it's, well, I, it's, we say sex. It's called sex dust, it's but really it's sort of a hormonal balancer. Oh, is that the maca? It's yeah, moon it's, juice. It's moon juice, but it has maca. It has, doesn't it have maca? No, it's, it's, it's cocoa. Maca is the one that's like the sex one, right? Mm, I mean, I don't know the ingredients. Yeah, it is. But Maka has like a little bit of. Right. This one yeah. is a combination of spirit dust and sex dust. And brain dust? No, it doesn't have brain dust. Um, no, this one is just spirit and sex with raw, really like high quality cocoa. And that you can put it in your coffee and it makes a mocha. I do. Or you can just put it in hot water and it's an actual hot chocolate. And I do think you would like that one because okay. it actually tastes like. Go. Yes. What my husband does is he does that, but then he adds like the sugar to it because he just needs, because it right. is, it's not, I wouldn't say it's sweet. I wouldn't say it's, it's not, not sweet. It has some sugar in it. It's, it's like just low sugar. Grams. It's low sugars. But if you want something a little bit more kicked up, then you add like some drops of stevia or sugar in it. And then it gives you, and Ugh, you I can't do fake sugar. Ugh. Okay. <laughs> add real sugar. Well, okay. technically stevia is not a fake sugar. It is a but it like tastes like sweetener. I, I'm not some into people it. Don't like, some people yeah. don't like stevia. Some people are like, don't like stevia, but are totally fine with monk fruit. Some people, right. you know, it just, it, it depends on what type of juice or food it's in if it's baked versus if it's in a smoothie or a juice it just it just I, I think that some people are very sensitive to certain types of they get aftertaste it's probably the right. after, aftertaste yeah sound, like it lingers on your tongue you probably. could put regular sugar yeah you also I put would. coconut sugar I, i'll do white sugar or i'll do like the sugar in the raw and that's yeah. that's it. Coconut sugar, I think that you would be amenable to. Oh, I've never yeah. tried that. I'm I just love coconut. Send you with a list, it's low glycemic. Yeah. It's low glycemic, so it's not going to spike you. It's more like sugar in the raw, mm. or, or okay. almost brown yeah. sugar, but right. it is easier for your body to digest mm -hmm. because it is just crystallized fruit as opposed to processed refined sugar cane. Like white sugar, yeah. Look at you two experts over here. <laughs> this is what we do. This is what we do. We literally talk about this, this all the this time. All without a mic and a camera. I feel like I'm like talking to like two nutritionists like fairies over here with their like sex dust and the moon dust and the fairy dust and the, yeah. Look, I put it posted on Instagram one morning and I turned the moon juice to the side and I was like, and everyone's like, what do you, sex dust in the morning girl? And I was like, no, oh it's no, kind of, it's for When you regularly right. use it, right. It builds up in your system and it yeah. ends up balancing out all of your hormones. It's not just about like, oh, if I drink this, it's like a Viagra. Well, I think I missed 
I posted it and everyone assumed sexed us. They were like, right. wow. I mean, that's what to, it sounds like. You're trying to get a pop yeah. in at 7 a.m.? <laughs> like, really? Nothing wrong with that either. I mean, nothing wrong with that, but on a school day, absolutely not. It's a no for me. Okay, well, I mentioned that you guys have all seen Bitsy on TV at some point. Uh, she's been on TV for quite a while. And most been recently. And pretty big shows. Right. Uh, most recently, Superman and Lois. Um, and even if you haven't seen that, I always wonder how you find your next binge-worthy show because you find a show and you're super into it and you're like, cancel my plans. I just want to sit at home and watch the next episode. And you just are totally comfortable sitting on a couch for three hours after, you know, after bedtime and watching something that really, really draws you in. And then you hear really great things about the next show or if you liked this, you'll like this and it's garbage. Or well, if it's garbage, I'm, I, I'm like, I'm done. I, I'll, get, I'll get, watch a half an hour, and if I'm not hooked on the, within a half an hour of the first episode, I'm usually like, I can't. Okay, but here's my caveat to that. Because I tried to watch Game of Thrones the first two times, and I was like, I'm confused. I don't oh, like when it. I was when What's I first watched Game of here? Thrones, I was on Wikipedia the entire time, it's and my so friends, confusing. my friend was like, "Put your phone down," and I'm like, "I can't, like, I, I, can't I have follow. to, I need to follow what's happening." Like, because I started a, a couple years late when I started watching same, it, same. so there was enough of like, uh, you know, Wikipedia episode list that I was able to be like, "Okay, so this character killed this one, and then this person," you know. Wow, yeah. you you guys didn't watch it when it? So you wait, what? I, I didn't like yeah. season four. Yeah, Something I probably like did around season three, I started. Wow. So I watched it the third time, and my husband said, I you've, promise you. have done the you, whole series three times? No, 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 no. Oh, <laughs> no, I was like, damn, The bro. first yeah. two episodes, because I tried getting into the series the first time and was out, tried again, thinking, all right, this is really catching some traction. Game of Thrones is massive. I must have just not been into it. I'm going to give it another try. Still confused, didn't get it, and then my husband finally, the third time, says, let's watch the first two episodes. I will answer brief questions. <laughs> and Operative Because that's brief. the thing. I yeah. had so many questions. Who's that guy? What's he doing? Who's dead? Why is it still winter? Yeah. And it's just so confusing. <laughs> and then he got me through the first two episodes. And then by the end of the third, I go, okay, I'm in. And then by the end of the first season, I really got in. Right. And he rewatched the whole first, like, three seasons with me or whatever it was at the time. And that was a good payoff. That was worth trying it three times. Sometimes you get into a show, and it, they, I find it's the shows where they drop you into a world where they don't explain it. Right. They end up being the best shows, but it's so confusing. I, you know what it is? I'll stop watching if the leads aren't dynamic enough. Like, if I feel like the actors aren't making me want to see the next scene and the next scene. So my husband's always like, you're like an actor stop. I'm like, they're so boring. Because right. I, I know you're delivering lines. And I know, look, I'm not an actor, so excuse me. I'm not <laughs> right. disrespecting. I'm just saying, if they're not dynamic, which what, what I love about Game She's of Thrones is that. She's just saying, do your job better. <laughs> yeah. The, says Work a person sure. who's never acted in their life. <laughs> Real easy. No, to but say. you've seen enough that you can spot bad right. acting. Where I'm just like, well, or like it, somebody who's not making interesting choices. Well, my husband's always like, it's not that them, he's not making interesting choices, and because he's doing something different. Then I'm like, oh, I can't watch it. Boring. And like the love scene happens, I'm like, oh, this is like watching paint dry. So I won't watch a series if the two leads or if it's a girl there's no or chemistry. If there's no, I want it. I want that. I want that yeah. magic. I want, and I feel like sometimes nowadays it's like in these new series. It's just too much dialogue, and it's like ex too much exposition. Like people are just talking about facts, but I'm like, Ooh, do something. Well, I think that chemistry is an interesting term because 
regardless of whether on screen it's romantic or a buddy buddy i mean you look at a show for example also on the cw supernatural was on for like 15 years and it's because the two leads had amazing chemistry as buddies and they were and they're they're still close i just was at the the upfronts in new york city last week and and jared padalecki is now on walker and then jensen ackles is producing a supernatural Mm spinoff called the winchesters and we ended up ca- doing karaoke to like, I don't know, 5 a.m. It was That's insane. That's my kind of trip. I love it. Yeah, but they, um, yeah, and like Tyler and I are very close, like on and off screen, and it translates. Yeah. It does. And I but. think that, you know, chemistry, it can be, you are allowed to be very close as friends, but then almost check that out the door and go back to your actual family. I think that sometimes people, even fans, I'm sure you've probably seen this in some capacity, really get lost in the chemistry and they think it's real life. Yeah. And that is unfortunate, especially there in the tabloids. You can see sometimes people do end up dating their co-stars. Right. I mean, I I married my co-star from Grimm. See? There you go. Hey, but no, I do oh, see that's that. Right, you were yeah. on Grim. Yeah, six I years. Freaking, what's the lead's yeah. name? Sorry, this David is like, Gentoli. That's my husband. husband. Yeah, get, get out of here. When I first <laughs> okay, yeah. when I first met you, I didn't, to be fair, I didn't meet. Your I husband. was also like very pregnant. Pregnant, yeah. right? Right. Oh wow. Yeah. I was like looking at you while you're talking. I was like, I know her from somewhere. I just don't know where, other than when I met you in Vancouver. Right. Wow, I love that show. But we didn't start dating until probably the end of season three. We went six years, did 123 episodes, and then I kept trying to set him up with girlfriends of mine because he was so great. But I was like, oh, I don't know if he... And they were like... I'm like, he's handsome. He's so smart. He's so... He's like the funniest person you will ever meet. He's talented. He's, and they're like, well, why aren't you dating him? And I, it was really that I was dating someone else at the time. Okay. And it was that. It, but they kind of were like, do you have a crush on him? And I was like, ooh, maybe I do. Is that how you found... This is so interesting to me because I do think certain types of women and I'm, I will be mean I would rather be mean to someone not mean in the mean sense but mean like I'm just gonna keep you at arm's length when I do really like you and just keep it kind of copacetic and like basic with you have a good time but until I know that you like me more than I like you I'm not gonna oh no I was very active once I decided I wanted him I like was very actively pursuing him yeah oh. I just went for it oh. I'm like I go for so what I want pivoted. to be chased yeah I pivoted. Oh, okay. Yeah. I broke realized. up with the guy, okay. and oh, then boom. I was like, "You, you're See? mine." See, and I he was kind of like, he was like getting over a breakup, and he was like, "I'm still." And I was like, "Well, that's okay, but you are, you will be mine." Yeah. <laughs> take your time. Focus your energy. Take, yeah. take your okay. time, and then you are coming over here. Don't even bother seeing anyone else. You're my guy now. <laughs> See, now this proves the point. Grimm was a, one of my favorite shows. It was on Fox. Wait, NBC. NBC, sorry, NBC. And I love that show, but now that I know that you guys... See? See? Mm-hmm. This proves my point. Well, but I, I think that's what I'm saying, though, is that chemistry can be a lot of different things because you have a great friendship with Tyler, right? but you're also happily married and have right. a family. And I think that those... I think that sometimes, you know, I'm watching the show on Apple. This is speaking of finding new shows. I just watched the pilot episode of Severance, Oh, it's good. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Okay, so it's the, hard. the concept is talk about dropping you into a world where you know nothing about it. Severance, they do something to the brain, sunshine, eternal sun, sun eternal spotless sunshine. Uh, my, eternal oh sunshine of the spotless. There mind. you go. Yeah. So it's kind of like that where they are able to separate the brain 
And you, when you walk into the building, you don't have any recollection of who you are on the outside and vice versa. So when you're on the outside, you know that you go to work, but you don't know what you do. You don't know your coworkers, none of that. So it's like you're two completely different people leading two completely different lives. So it's got to be this, you know, futuristic sci-fi. And got, did that hook you from they, the get-go? Well, I'm sur- I only watched the first episode because okay. then I had to go to sleep. But I am definitely <laughs> oh. going to be back for I'm That's part today. of my problem, too. Like, Tyler thinks this is very funny. I, I love... It's not that I love cars. I don't care about cars, but I, I love racing. And I'm obsessed with this that Formula One Netflix series. But the problem is I watch it at night. Like, I work long hours on my show. I get home at night. I'll watch one. And then they're doing these races. And, like, someone, there's a car accident or this, this. And my heart starts beating and I can't sleep. And then I have to see what happens in the next episode. And it's not just that I'm not getting enough sleep. It's also that I'm watching a show that's, like, increasing my heart rate. I was like, you're like, palpitating. I yeah. think that maybe should be a show that you put on in your trailer in between scenes. 100%. As opposed to your, you know, yeah. your nice. You know what I like to wind down to? I've probably seen the Crown series oh, like that's seven well. times. That's so good because it's so like peaceful in the background. I'm behind and, on the Crown. Oh, don't get behind on don't the Crown. It is one of my all time favorite shows, which is really interesting because I think that it was one of Netflix's first. It Netflix was already on the map, but this really think, go back to five six years ago. Well, House of Cards put Netflix like House that's true, cards, and that was around when I was on Grimm, and I remember House of Cards all like, of a sudden everyone's talking about streaming for the first yeah. time, which really is not that long ago. Well, and, and this changed even the now. industry. Like I remember, we were still doing twenty two episodes. We were shooting ten months of the year. I know Stephen was too on Arrow, but it was like that was like the dinosaurs that went out. Like you know, then the, then these new streaming, you're like getting six, eight, ten episodes max. Yeah. They don't even do the back nines anymore. I mean, yeah. NBC still does. The big fives do. NBC the big still, right. still do. You got to be Superman good. and Lois does 15. I mean, we shoot longer days than some of the other shows that do 22. Um, but we, we do 15 episodes a season. It's My husband's nice. show this, this past year, he's on A Million Little Things now, which is an ABC drama. They did 20. But that's rare. That's rare. Yeah. That's rare. But they but the big dinosaurs need the that much of uh, right. just a sale foreign and, and all the, that kind of and stuff. also like the, the sort of episodic procedurals like the people like one of my best friends she falls asleep to law and order she's obsessed but she's like it puts me to sleep because it's the same format every episode so it's it's this like sort of rote right? yeah people but that on, love law and order love law and order well, and they put it on in the background 20, while they're doing laundry while yeah, they're doing yeah. housework and it's like rape murder and this is what I think I love about those type of shows and, it, and they do really, really well in America. And it's because you know what you're getting when you, when you get what you get. Right. Like, so it's like, I know sometimes when I'm putting it on at night, I know it's going to be gross. It's going to be, like, they take sometimes from the news, it'll be like a college rape or something, and the guy is, like, wealthy in Manhattan and Upper East Side. And I'm just sitting there like, why intense. am I watching this? It's intense. But Isn't I know it it's strange? Gonna- like, I know we've seen this a lot online. <laughs> Women are like really into true crime stuff. And I am too. Like I'm that's not, my I'm favorite not, kind of document. I am. And it's so, it weirds me out, especially when I was pregnant with my daughter. <laughs> I was obsessed maybe, maybe with watching and listening to like true crime documentaries. And, and it was a little strange. I'm like, I should probably be watching something like very sort of sweet and demure, yeah. <laughs> like instead well, of getting all agitated because I'm. Yeah. I think Netflix as a whole, you know, they came out strong from the gates with House of Cards, The Crown. Orange and, is the New Black was right, a really big show. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I loved Orange is the New but Black. But now I kind of feel like it's more reality, and I feel like they're really going for 
quantity over quality. Well, because I'm having a hard now. time finding something great on Netflix. Ozark? Yeah, o- Ozark is still good. Ozark's done yeah, now, but done. Right. yes. I, I think, you know, I think they did like the agency thing where it's like you get a gang of actors and they started acquiring so many properties, foreign properties. Like, and one um, of them is right, a movie but stuff, but in, yeah. in Netflix's defense, if you look at their top 10 list, when I log into Netflix, mm-hmm. a lot of their top 10s are reality shows. It's true. And it's a bummer for me to see that as an actor. I know. Because I don't really watch that stuff. I'll watch like documentaries, but I'm not really watching a reality show. And I'm like, eh. I want to see more more original content. So I don't do reality either. Sherry does. I do. To each their own. It's I fine. watch yeah. Love is Blind. Me and my husband, we do. Well, like, if we watch something heavy, we'll be like, oh, let's turn back on that really right. light thing where we can, like, sit back and judge people. So, I mean, if that's your, if that's your guilty pleasure, what, what would you consider your... Well, I guess maybe is it the formula racing? What's your guilty pleasure if you don't watch? Yeah, reality I would TV? say I would say the formula racing is a guilty pleasure, but like I don't have a lot of time. I work a lot. Um, I don't have a ton of time for TV. I got into. I see. I'm patient, and Succession was a huge hit on HBO. I waited till season three before I started it because I know I'm going to want to binge. And I'd be frustrated. So I started, wa- I probably started watching Succession three months ago. And I had three seasons to wow. binge. That's really good. Um, Lucky you. Another show I love is The Americans on FX. When I'm watching shows, what I'm watching for is acting. I like to learn. I like to be inspired. And the acting on The Americans, like Matthew Reese, who's a Welsh actor, is phenomenal. And Noah Emmerich. Mm-hmm. Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other stuff I like love. Those two always come to the forefront just and and all of the actors are so phenomenal. I mean, I don't have a guilty pleasure, but I will rewatch things. Like I've probably seen The Crown and Shit's Creek the full series. Oh, we love, I loved, I'm, I'm love Shit's Creek, love Ted Lasso. Cause those no. are just like, so. you want to sometimes, especially like, you know, we've been, been light, like you as said, a, light. we've been going through a lot as a world the mm-hmm. last few years. Yeah. So we needed something on the heels of Shit's Creek ending like Ted Lasso. That's yeah. just like a fun watch. Mm-hmm. That's not so mm-hmm. heavy that you don't have to think too much about that makes you feel good at the end of the, uh, right. an episode. And I was watching an interview with um, Jason Sudeikis and he was saying the reason when he was like creating the character, he was like, what about a genuine nice guy? I know that sounds foreign, but what if I made a guy or a character, wrote a character who was just genuinely nice with no ulterior motives, would that work? And then Netflix, whatever, they were like, can you make him snide? Or can he's like, no, I'm gonna make him a solidly good goddamn person. He's like- and it was and, a hit. And it was a hit, because we he don't get those heroes right. anymore. Coming off, did he start that before his divorce? Yes. Or he did, mm-hmm. right? He was, uh, sorry, they were separated before that, yeah. But he wrote that probably during separation. Okay, a nice okay. so maybe yeah. I do think, I thought, and this is, you know, art imitating life. There's, he's probably sitting here going through divorce, and this is a very presumptuous statement. Right. But I've said but this too. I, I just think he's probably sitting through the divorce going, I'm just a nice guy. Stop making me out to be not a nice guy. Literally? Stop turning oh, this into something Were people something making not- him out to be mean in the divorce? It was sudden. The divorce it, was very it, it, sudden. It was like brutal. It was it, it was brutal and oh. sudden for people. It was a shock to a lot of even their. They were very in love. They very were, in love with each and other. And it was like a hard and then it stop. It was very sudden. And no one's just not yeah. together. Oh, well, that's sad. It's yeah. very yeah. sad. There's and clearly a bunch there that we don't know. We, well, right. Yeah, there's and a bunch there. That's yeah. that's fine. Totally but fine. it's just it, we don't care. I, I feel like people yeah. don't have all the facts. But there's there's more to that story, and it's their prerogative and their right to keep it. Yeah, they owe us nothing. They correct correct. But I think. 
Ted Lasso being a genuine nice guy, when me and, me and my husband saw that interview, we were just kind of like, wow. And we all bought into We loved it. Love it. And he just did a simple, simple character. He was like, no one's going to pick this up. Oh, well, I'll just pitch it till I die. And then Netflix is like, love it. We'll, we'll grab it. We think it's great. Well, do you think that they hit the point in their relationship where they just got... Well, it's this, on Apple. It's on Apple. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. It's on Apple. Apple, yeah. Apple picked it up. Um, do you think they got to the point in their relationship where they just hit the seven-year itch? Is that a thing? Seven-year itch is a thing. I know I know that it's a phrase I've heard for of that. a thing. Yeah. But Wait, so is the seven-year itch how long you've been together? Is it how long you've been married? It's both. Because so I, I don't even think they got married. I might be wrong. I'm no, not like no. super... Yeah. I think they were married. They were married. That's a good question. I know. Yeah, that's a good question. They might have just been together. You know what? Yeah. Let me Google they had that. Kids okay, Google they had kids together. They had kids together. But the seven-year itch is either. So I was listening to this relationship expert podcast the other day, and she was talking about a whole episode of the seven-year itch. And she was saying it can start from the beginning when you met the person. But if you were a commit commitophobe, commitment phobe, commitment phobe, then you're more likely to start it once you make that real commitment, that marriage commitment. Oh, so oh, this, okay. is a, this is a... So, like, kind of when you're, like, plus. very seriously a dating. relative seven-year Kind of think how long yeah. David and I have been together. I have been with my husband. We are about to celebrate our 10-year anniversary. Ooh. And I have to say that, honestly, I have not come anywhere close to feeling a seven-year itch. Right. But, in fairness, we sometimes have to spend a lot of time apart because... Work takes us other places, and a lot of, we we never spend more than a week week and a half apart tops uh, because we we really genuinely enjoy spending time with each other, and you know we really start to feel it after a couple of days. However, sometimes a week goes by we don't get to see each other, and sometimes it's only two three days. But I feel like when you get that space from someone. You're just so happy to see them and spend time with them. Yeah. And Absence you, you, makes the heart grow fonder. It does. And yeah. you have all of the time to watch your guilty pleasure television, whether yeah. that is your yeah. shitty reality TV or whatever. Oh, here's our guilty pleasure. Uh, my husband and I are watching. Have you guys heard of this show? The The women who created the show and who star on the show are so talented like I know, it's called Pen Fifteen. It's on Hulu. It it's a is comedy. So good. Never they seen, are that's another so one that I've seen multiple, good multiple times. They're so funny. I'm we like so rewind mad. stuff just to watch the but choices so they're making. It's on Hulu. Pen like Pen Fifteen. It's, it's it looks like favorites. penis. Like you know, it's you supposed know when to you're look a like. Kid and you used to write uh, right Pen Fifteen, and it looks. But like they're penis. like women, you know, roughly our age or at least in their thirties. Yeah, they play. They're playing like thirteen-year-olds. So they're not doing another season. It's so believable, which is heartbreaking. That. I think it was the death of the pandemic or something. I don't know. Um, A friend of mine went to their Q&A panel at the DGA or something like that. And they, he might have a better explanation as to why they didn't do another season. But they announced that they they kind of did season two in part A and part B because of the pandemic. They were filming. They were halfway through the season when the lockdowns and the shutdowns happened. Mm. And they came back to finish it. Um, they even did an animated episode in the meantime because they just really wanted to tell right. the story and keep things going. Yeah, it, we noticed that it's like season two, part one, season two, part that two. That was a that was a yeah. We're still in season two, part one, but it's done, done. It's done. That They're not coming out. back for more. Nope. 
Unless maybe we pull it, what it was Veronica Mars, there was the online petitions and the Kickstarter. I mean, and there's online so petitions good. for everything. everything. Like the only way that's going to happen is if another network is interested in buys a well, show. Well, that's what happened to that one show. Mindy Project, ABC. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Yeah. Yeah. Manifest. Yeah. That's right. Brooklyn Nine-Nine yeah. ended Manifest. up on Manifest. Manifest. Yeah. Was ABC and then Netflix, Netflix. scooped yeah. but then But then in the last minute, ABC got it back or ABC got it back. Like, yeah. It has to be like millions of tweets and Instagrams and, and then Netflix. Right. It was like in the top had like 400 million streams the first week it was on there. So then NBC was like, wait, nope, we want you guys back. Yeah. So oh yeah, depends. that's right. Yeah. It's really interesting to see how the television entertainment industry has evolved because, you know, back in the 50s, there's only five, six channels, right? And then there's cable and it just is expanding and expanding. By the time we're kids, like, whoa, we have 147 channels. Um, the MTV generation, I guess, if you will. And then there was MTV2 and MTV3 and MTV Movies. And now we're at a point where a lot of people said, oh, I've cut the cord. I've quit cable. I've quit direct TV. I'm only going to do streaming. Except for there's like 27 streaming platforms. And now you're paying $9.99 or $4.99 for Netflix and Hulu and HBO Max and Disney, Disney Plus. and Peacock Disney Plus. And, and all of these things and Amazon. Mm -hmm. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I heard this really great thing about the show, but I have no idea where to find it, yeah. which is a fail on those marketing departments. It is. Right. Uh, but sometimes it's like, for example, I, I tried to get into Yellowstone and we're like, is it on Peacock or is it on Paramount? Yeah. Or yeah. Which, like, which one's on Paramount or is it on Amazon Prime? Because in Canada, it's on one thing and it's, it's you know, oh, there's right. Crave and all this stuff. It's so hard to keep track. And I kind of miss the days where you could just turn on your TV I and know. cable box and search something, and it's on channel twenty-seven. I know those days. I mean, I still I still watch I Love Lucy episodes. I just, oh my god, I love my Lucy. Like, yeah. uh, we were at in Palm Springs. Talk, talk about good, inspiring acting. And did you see yeah. that her daughter did her own um, documentary about her mother? And with like unreleased, it was I was in tears. Like, it came out of the room. And I was just like, <gasps> I was I was gutted. No, where's that documentary? It's, oh, it's on Prime. Okay. It's on Prime. Oh, it's that, that. And that is the one, because they, Prime had been the Ricardos. Yes. And I, I haven't seen is, that. It's is pretty it good. It's pretty we good. watched it together. We watched actually. it together. Yeah, yeah. we did. It was pretty good. Uh, but the documentary with her daughter narrating it and talking at her Palm Springs house about it and who her parents actually were to each other, it was devastatingly good and a love story that just didn't end well. No, you know, yeah. they had like sometimes a 20 year Sometimes people itch. are your soulmate and they, they just can't get the bullshit out of the no. way. That happens sometimes. I, I know right. lots of people that happens too. It's really, it's like friend, friendship soulmates too. Look, seven year itch for friendships, I think are also a thing. Like they right. can be. It, I think it depends on the friend. I think it depends on the circumstances, but they can be where kind of like your comfort zone goes away a little bit. Well, it's like, there's a reason why, like, why did they make debt go away after seven years? Like seven, a seven is a very strong number mm -hmm. in American culture. And I think the world pretty much it's like debt goes away in seven years, seven year itch friendships change. They say every kid, every seven years is goes through allergies. A cycle. Allergies are seven years. Yeah. Yeah. And this relationship time. expert brought up all of these things about it. And I was thinking, and I was like looking at my husband, I was like, We've been together for 20 years, me and my husband. We're it's a very, long time. it's a very long time. <laughs> and we're always like, Why do you say it that way? Well, because people are always like, How did, how do you guys stay? We honestly, there's no question we have. We just like each other and no one wants to go anywhere. And so that's kind of it. We can't even, I can't even remember my first seven years. I was 20, 
nothing when we were together. So I was like, was, did I want to leave at seven years? I can't even focus that far. It's like, it's like I'm a grandma. Once you become a mom, whatever happened before, you're like, I don't know. Well, just like the world has pre-COVID and post-COVID. You yeah. notice that you say that a lot now. And you're like, oh, yeah, no, it's been a while. I think pre-COVID. Yeah. And it's just like it's part of the language now. Mm-hmm. It's the same as when you have a kid. It's pre-kid, pre-kid right. post-kid. Yeah. And, you know, my daughter's what, not going to be nine. And I feel like I can't even, honest, I look at pictures of myself before. And I was doing this last night. I showed her a photo of me in like 2000. And Looks nothing like you. Oh, I she would was never, like, I thought it was Rick's ex-girlfriend. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was like, is that you? There's no, I'm like, that's me. It's like, and she was like, that is not you. And I'm like, that's me. <laughs> and I think it's funny. I used to look different. I go, yeah, but you have looked the same ever since I've known you. So I'm very confused right now because. Why did you look different? I, so as a kid, if you saw my baby photos, yeah. I have changed like every three to four years. And my sister's Would you say same. every seven years? <laughs> you know, I do live in LA. I could have had a face transplant. Right. And you guys would a never face know. transplant. <laughs> like face off. Do you guys remember that movie? When yes. Is the last no, time I didn't saw? see that. Oh, you are missing a gem. Yeah. John, yeah. Travolta John Travolta and Nick and- Cage. And in order to go undercover, they take a criminal and a federal agent and they cut their faces off and they swap them. But then, you know, the criminal catches on and he breaks into their house and the wife's like, oh, it's so good to see you. Something's different though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it make, I, I think I even saw one scene where they didn't even bother to paint out the uh, cords from the stunts. <laughs> Stop. So you see them on the pole and you're like, wait a minute, Stop there's still it. a cord there. No, it's good in the worst way. Uh, yeah. Like, right, it's yeah. It's like a cult, like classic. Yeah, it's a classic because it's not kind of stupid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, okay, we're gonna wrap it up. Yes. To wrap it up, if you had to pick one tequila beverage and one guilty pleasure show at the same time, you get to pick the circumstances. You get to pick the beverage. You get to pick the show. What would it be? I'm gonna do a classic margarita. And I'm gonna do the Formula One racing. Yeah, I knew you. She knows what she likes. I thought you were gonna say though your true crime. But Margarita doesn't serve true crime. No, if we're talking like a guilty pleasure that like David's not interested in watching me, it's the F1 race. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. I would have never guessed that, by the way. Well, thank you guys for listening. Bitsy Tulloch and check out her show. Superman and Lois on the CW. Places you can find HBO CW Max shows. is HBO. our streamer. HBO Max. Oh, yeah. so that's a new deal. We'll check her out on Netflix. HBO Max. Yeah. And thank you guys for joining us. We cheers here to close cheers. it out. Team Tequila Talks. These were like, so yummy. Subscribe. All of the things. Thanks, guys. So good. The orange juice. The fresh squeezed it's, orange it's juice. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.